Well, today, and speaking of livability, one of those issues that I did talk about was, of course, our healthcare system. Well, today, hundreds and thousands of British Columbians who are still without a family physician here in BC uh, will have a better chance uh, in regards to getting a family pr- uh, practitioner. The BC government has expanded its online registry that aims to connect patients with available doctors and nurse practitioners. Joining me now uh, is Adrian Dix, BC's Minister of Health. Minister, thank you for joining us. Hey, good afternoon, Jeff. Good afternoon. So let's talk about this. When I heard about it this morning, I thought, didn't we already have a program like this already? Was that a pilot program that was announced before? It was a pilot program that dealt with some regions of the province. This is a full, uh, it's available across British Columbia to help you find a local family doctor or nurse practitioner, register with the program, and uh, as uh, nurse practitioners or doctors become available, we bring those people together. We connect uh, practitioners uh, to patients. Um, it's, as you know, there's a, there's a discussion about how many people um, uh, in BC are without a family doctor, but I think the answer most people would say is too many. And so uh, the actions we've taken, the agreement with the doctors of BC, the new to practice contracts, the internationally educated doctors, all the actions we're taking, the increase in nurse practitioners. We're trying to connect now those physicians, those physicians on patient rosters with patients in the system and ensure that all doctors who are practicing, especially in the new payment model, are providing their patient panel to their registry, which is a separate registry, so we know where there's where there's space available as well. So if I'm, let's say, living in the city of Vancouver, I live in East Vancouver, and say, look, I need a family doctor, uh, the, the, and if, some, if a doctor does come available... Uh, would that be based on, let's say, uh, a postal code? Or would you say, look, there's a doctor available, but they're on the west side of Vancouver. Do you wish to uh, join that doctor's registry? How would that work? There, there's a number of factors that would contribute to it. We need, after all, patient panels. So say you have a new doctor who needs to build a patient panel that includes um, vulnerable patients, but also uh, non-vulnerable patients, right? So it's a panel across things. You don't want all vulnerable people with a need to practice doctor. You want to build out what's called a balanced patient panel. So you would sign up, yeah, within a specific geographic area. And then uh, we'd see issues such as age and vulnerability and the different needs of a family doctor, whether you've signed up with your family or not. And then as spaces become available, attach you to an appropriate doctor. The decision on attachment, though, and this is very important, is a decision that the patient and the doctor make together or the patient and the nurse practitioner make. So this is not a forced arrangement. It's an option, and that the attachment happens when both sides agree to it. So if I'm a patient and, uh, you know, and, and that registry finds me a doctor, and I just feel I don't click with that doctor for whatever reason, comfort level, ease of conversation, whatever it may be, I can say, no, thank you. I'd rather... Uh, try another doctor when the next doctor comes up. Essentially, that, that's what you can do. You can that, decide the comfort that, level. That's exactly right. There are some countries where they sort of assign you somebody, but we don't think that works very well. Certainly, uh, this is the work we've done with the doctors at BC. It's, after all, an important relationship. And for it to succeed and to be durable, uh, both sides have to uh, want to do it and agree to it. And so that's uh, exactly the way we're doing it. It would be quicker this, you have a space you assign somebody, but but ultimately I think that that wouldn't work very well for individuals. They're not, after all, uh, they're not uh, living to prove some statistical argument. They're actual patients who need doctors, and so we want their relationships to work. Uh, 
so in the, in regards to a, a, a doctor's office that has been running, and let's say they notice at the end of the year uh, some of their patients have moved away, maybe one or two may have passed away. Instead of a thousand patients that they have to get that, that they have at that practice, they're down to nine hundred and eighty. They will then also go to the registry and say, "Look, we can take twenty more patients as well." That's right. What's what's happening? So there's going to be three registries, and one is going to be for family doctors and nurse practitioners, and they will be uploading their patient panels. So we'll have detailed information about attachment, which we'll be providing on a quarterly basis um, in our reports to uh, to you and everyone else, to the public, as to as to how we're doing. So yeah, if uh, a doctor say to meet their requirements under their patient panel needs 20 to 30 more patients, that would be the same way. So they're uploading their patient panels up and they would be, and those connections would be made. Initially, it's all the doctors, the, many of the new to practice doctors, many of the doctors who returned to family practice since our work with the doctors of BC, the new nurse practitioners, they're the ones that will have the most spaces. But over time, that's what you want the system to be so that everyone, when there's space available, that you'll know it and you won't have to call around to 17 doctor's offices to determine whether they have space or not. And the number that gets thrown around is there's a million British Columbians without a family doctor. Is that an accurate number? Uh, that, so there's, uh, here's the number. It's the Canadian Community Health Survey. It was 300,000 in 2003. It was 900,000 uh, when I became Minister of Health. Last year, it was 895,000. So it had peaked at 980,000, which is what people rounded up to a million. But last year, it went down actually to 895,000, in part because of uh, some of these measures we've taken, in part because the COVID pandemic has changed as well and allowed for, I think, more attachment. There were some issues with the previous survey. But this is fundamentally the problem, Jeff. That's the survey, and it says 895. And you can say, well, it's given the increase in population, it's less of a share of the population than it was when I became Minister of Health. It's too many, right? It's mm-hmm. just too many. And if you're without a family doctor, it doesn't matter if it's what the number is, you're without a family doctor, right? And secondly, it's it's a statistic from a national survey, which tells which is part of the political debate, but really doesn't matter to patients. What we want to do is have everyone who needs a family doctor tell us by signing up to the system so that we can actually provide when uh, when the possibility of attaching to a doctor or nurse practitioner comes available, we can actually do it. So these are real numbers of real people, not extrapolations off surveys. And to confirm for me, how, I know the government didn't make announcement on this. How many doctors are we training here in, uh, in BC universities? Well, uh, quite a few, and we've added quite a few. As you know, we've added 128 uh, places to the ABC Medical School this, this year, which is important. We're tripling what's called the Practice Ready Assessment Program, which you'll know, uh, Jazz, adds uh, um, internationally trained doctors to the BC healthcare system. Uh, we're increasing plat- platforms for internationally educated doctors. In family practice, um, uh, practicing under what's called long- longitudinal family practice, so Uh, family doctors with regular attached patients. We had about 4,100 doctors. About two-thirds of that have joined the new patient model, and we've added uh, 600 people who didn't practice that last year uh, since the new payment model came into effect. So there's there's positive change going on, I would say, um, because of the work we've done together with the doctors of BC. Equally for nurse practitioners, we've seen a very significant increase. We've led Canada in the last few years in new nurses, new nurse practitioners, new LPNs uh, through the last few years, and uh, we want to continue to do that. And that means more training spaces, but also more access for internationally educated nurses and doctors. Minister, thanks for your time today.
Hey, anytime. Take care. Eh?